Hey, hey, hey. You're listening to the Live with Audacity podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Stewart. Audacity is defined as intrepid boldness or a disregard for normal constraints. And that's exactly what we have here. Women across the globe are waking up in their 30s and 40s sick of the status quo. Bored, overwhelmed, frustrated, and trapped. We've done everything society told us would bring us happiness, and yet we're still unfulfilled. And we're ready to burn it all down to find the freedom we long for. With unbridled authenticity and feral audacity, we're cultivating lives we can't wait to wake up to each day. Are you ready to get the hell out of society's box and into a frick yeah life? Then baby, hold on to your butts, drink your water, and get your beauty rest because it's time to live with audacity. family. How is everybody out there? Hello, Live With Audacity friends and family. I am so happy to be back here recording this episode for you. Um, It's been, it's been a bit <laughs> since I have been around. Um, By my calculations, it's been about 25 months since I um, debuted a podcast episode. And I just have to say thank you to everyone who has been listening um, to the old episodes and really keeping it alive out there. I I sincerely appreciate that. Um, About a year into the pandemic, I turned 40 years old right before I posted my last podcast episode. And we're about, like I said, a year into the pandemic. And I think that (laughs) everything um, from, you know, that prior year and turning 40, I just think that there was a lot going on, obviously, for everyone. And it really kind of turned into a thing for me. Um, I I took the last two years off of podcasting, obviously. And in that time, I have turned 40, 41, and last week I turned 42. Um, And after, oh my gosh, after I turned 40, I went no contact with uh, my dad and stepmom. I went into a super, like, super deep depression that I... Um, I've never had one that bad. I have fluctuated um, since probably my early 20s, um, off and on since my my first divorce. But nothing had quite been that bad. So over the last two years, I have been uh, really about a year and a half. I've been kind of clawing my way back out of that um, that hole. I found an incredible company that I get to work part-time for. Uh, At the time, I was kind of in this place where I didn't have any, I mean, obviously I had responsibilities of my home and my family life and things like that, but I didn't have anything really holding me accountable during the day with my schedule. Um, So during my depression, I slept on the couch like, basically all day, all day and all night. (laughs) It was really intense. 
And so I I found a company that a girlfriend of mine worked for and they needed some part-time help. And I was like, hey, do you think I might be a good fit for that? I really need some structure to my day and my life. And this seems like a great fit. And she agreed. And, um, you know, flash forward, I have been working with them for almost two years now, about a year and a half, actually. Um, so all of that was kind of coming to a head at the same time. I was I was starting some medicine. I was um, getting, you know, some structure back to my schedule and things like that. So it's been really, really, really great for me. I work for a meditation company. Um, if you have never heard of Ziva Meditation, you should definitely check us out. We're incredible. Um, Emily Fletcher is a what's the word, a maverick when it comes to uh, putting meditation courses online. She was one of the very first people to ever do it millions of years ago when when online courses just started becoming a thing. And so it's been really incredible getting to to work for them and, you know, bring meditation into my life as well. So that's been really great. And I finished my associate's degree in December. Finally, um, I had all of the hours and all of the things for years, for the last 10 plus years. I've had the hours um, in you know, my bank of hours that I have taken, my credits, but I just never pursued the associates. And I have, you know, at the time I was thinking, I don't need to get the associates. I'm going for the full thing. What's the point? And then I woke up of you know, a couple years ago, and I was like, this is so silly. Why don't I just get the associates? Then I'll have it. No one can ever take it away from me. My hours will never expire because I have the associates now. I don't know why I wasn't thinking about that years ago, but either way, here we are. Um, and we can talk about that in a minute, too. Um, uh, uh, an aha I had about about how we come to the places that we're in. <laughs> and so... I reached out to my old school and I was like, hey, uh, so I applied for, no, I reached out to them and I asked them, what do I need to do to get my associates? Can I come back and do whatever I need to do to get it? And they were like, yeah, let's do a degree um, analysis and see where you're at. I needed one class simply because it had been so long. You know, the degree plans change every few years slightly and whatnot. So I had this one class I had to take um, to officially get my associates. And so I graduated with my associates with like 70 plus hours or something like that. So yay for me. Actually, I think it was closer to 80, but either way, neither here nor there. I got the associates in December and I'm thrilled about it. And I decided finally that it didn't matter how long it was going to take me to accomplish this goal. I needed to accomplish it. Now, here's a few things that you might not know about me yet. Number one, I fully, fully believe that you can be successful without a degree. A thousand percent. The other half of my brain says that I've been conditioned my entire life that if I don't have a degree, I'm worthless. <laughs> um, and so when I got pregnant at 18 and then again at 21, everybody told me, you're never going to finish your degree. Um, you're never going to have a career that's worth, a worth anything, yada, yada. And so I've been fighting against that essentially for 20 plus years. 
And I decided that while I don't, I don't truly believe that I needed a degree to be successful. And, you know, that's kind of my mission here is to, to show everyone that you really don't. I mean, we know tons, tons and tons and tons of people who are successful without it. However, my subconscious brain needs the degree. I need it for myself. I need it for my own self-confidence. You know what I mean? I knew all along I could do it, but just because I could do it doesn't mean I did do it. And so I just, this is a thing I have to prove to myself, right? Um, so that's where we're at. I have decided that I'm going to go kind of slow and get it done. And I should be done. I'm scared to say this out loud, <laughs> but I should be done um, by December 2024. So fingers crossed, send me your prayers. I'm going to need it. <laughs> so I'm I'm super excited about that. That's been a really big, huge revelation in my life. And I just, I just needed to get it done for me. So that's what we're doing. Um, what else has been going on? Let's see. Okay, so the kids are obviously all two years older now. My oldest is actually going back to school and he is getting his pilot license, his private pilot license. Um, so that is so thrilling and exciting, especially for me, because I feel like I feel like it's so easy for us to be like, wow, that would be so cool. And then just never do it. At least I know I have done a lot of that. And so to see him actually doing it is so incredible. It makes me feel amazing as a mom to watch him doing it. The other thing is, is that we have always had a joke, the, t the two of us, um, that I would finish my degree before he finished his degree. And so a few years ago when he went to A&M, I was like, crap, I really got to get on this. And I never did. <laughs> um, and now we're both going at the same time. So we're kind of like racing for the finish line together. And it is so cool um, because we have so much to talk about. And, um, you know, we're, we really get to push each other for it. Um, his beautiful fiance as well. I am going to be a mother-in-law. I'm so excited. Is also going to school full time. and. That is, oh, I'm just so proud of them. I'm just so proud of them for working so hard for their goals. It just makes me so incredibly happy. My second oldest son is doing great. He has a full-time job. He um, he did have a, a time of struggle as well over the last two years. He was, I'm going to cry about this. <laughs> he was a witness at the um, Travis Scott concert. And that was really, really hard on him. So seeing him have to go through that has been really hard. Um, just wanting, you know, as a parent to be able to take your baby's pain away and you just can't do it. That's been so terrible. <laughs> um, but he's doing so much better now. He has a beautiful little puppy. His name is Astro after Astroworld. And he's just really coming out of his shell and he's so much happier. Um, he's working out. He's getting all, you know, buff and putting on weight. And we're just so excited and happy to see him happy. Um, it's it's incredible. Like he has this phenomenal light about him and he is so magnetic 
and people just totally gravitate to him when he is in a healthy mindset. And it's just so awesome to see him doing so well. Oh, it just makes me so happy. Um, and then, of course, we have Harrison and Ellie at home. Um, you know, they're pandemic kids, so they really love to watch TV. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're they're going to school and they're doing good things. They're, uh, Harrison plays football and track, um, and he's about to be a freshman next year. Ellie is in third grade, and she's just, you know, they're killing it. They're, they're killing it. So I am super proud as a mom of all of my children. They're phenomenal. So, and then some more news in the family. Uh, my darling brother married his, his wife in October of last year, this same day that the Taylor Swift Midnight's album came out. So you can imagine what a great day that was. <laughs> um, but it was an incredible wedding. And my favorite thing about my brother and my sister-in-law is that they have really brought both of our families together. Um, and so now we just have one big giant family and it is so awesome. Um, you know, we have close family friends that show up to our parties and we have both sides of the family. We actually just had an Easter crawfish boil and it was incredible. It was so much fun because there's so many people and we just all really love hanging out and being together. It's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Um, I feel like my family has focused a lot on cultivating that, cultivating a family that really loves being together. A lot of people are not, they don't have that. Um, but we do. And it's it's the greatest blessing of my life to have my family. And so it's really cool that they brought both families together. It's, it's great. I love it so much. Um, and then my sister who has, um, well, let's see, she's 13 now, but at the time at 12 years old, uh, she was like, I'm never having any more kids. So they started, uh, fostering children. And then they they fostered a newborn, uh, and they are about to officially adopt him in June. And they, <laughs> when they got the newborn to their house, suddenly, a few months later, they also got pregnant. <laughs> so my sister has a, they're about to be one and two. They're 13 months apart. Um, and a 13-year-old daughter. <laughs> so her life is super crazy and she doesn't get any sleep. <laughs> but um, but it's so cool and so amazing and truly flooring that she she had another baby. <laughs> it was the the greatest surprise of all time. <laughs> um, so that's all been what's been happening here. And I, I just wanted to take some time and chat about it and catch you all up. And um, so let's talk a little bit about where we go from here. I am continuing to work on myself. I have a therapist. We have a marriage therapist. I'm continuing, of course, to read and do my own personal growth. Um, I actually was going to sit down here and tell you 
list out my biggest ahas from the last two years, but I'm going to be honest. I started going through like my notes. I, I keep a lot of notes in a um, note app on my phone. And I was just like, oh my God, I, it's, there've been so many. It's kind of wild to go back and read all of them. But I, I do want to talk about my biggest takeaway recently that's still fresh in my mind. And I think will probably have the biggest impact on my life moving forward. Um, and, and that is that I am an outspoken person. And it's really difficult for me to think it in my head and then not say it out loud. Over the years, I have gotten better at maybe holding on to something for a little longer till the right time to to say the thing. Um, but it always has to come out because if it doesn't come out, it's just going to swirl around in my brain. With that being said, I have intentionally and non-intentionally lost a lot of people in my life over the years. Um, some would consider me non-loyal, but I don't think that's true at all. I think uh, I've always been loyal to me. and. You know, when a leopard shows you its spots, how does the saying go? (laughs) When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Um, And I've I've always I've always lived up to that. Of course, people make mistakes, Um, but if they're making a mistake, they they have to be sorry for it, right? Um, To to even open the door to uh, reconciliation. So, with that being said. Um, the most recent aha for me was not that I have high standards that people can't meet. Um, the bar is actually quite low and, and I have people that have left my life, like I said, whether by my intention or theirs, um, simply because they couldn't handle the standards that I had for people that I want to be in relationship with. Um, and for a long time, I beat myself up about that. Like, why am I so aggressive? Why am I so, you know, outspoken, opinionated and all of those things? Um, and the truth of the matter is I'm not going to put up with being abused or not treated well. You know what I mean? So that would be my biggest takeaway that I have, um, realized in the last even honestly, that was that was in the last month through through some major work in therapy. Um, and, you know, now I'm letting it go and I, I don't feel so bad about it anymore. I don't feel so guilty. I don't feel I don't beat myself up about it anymore. You know, some people are in your life for a season and they have something to teach you. And I will say that a lot of those people taught me that it's OK to have boundaries and it's OK to have standards um, and good for me. Right. Like I subconsciously, I had no idea that's what it was. But but looking forward now, um, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing. I would do it the exact same way. So um, that that's that's the thing that I've taken away from the last two years. So I'm going to continue to work on myself and I hope that you continue to work on yourself. I hope you continue to come to this podcast to um, realize some, you know, deep, hard truths about you and, and work toward yourself. Another thing that I am realizing is that the road to loving yourself is really rocky. (laughs) It's really, really rocky. 
However, it's totally worth it. I know people say that all the time, but truly it is. It truly is worth it to know that you have yourself, right? You always have you. Um, and if you can't enjoy being with yourself, then no one else is going to enjoy being with you either. But also, when you enjoy being with yourself, you're not so needy to people that don't really get you. Um, you can kind of look at those people and say, you know what? It's cool, man. You don't get me and that's fine. I also probably don't really get you either. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's no harm, no foul. Like we don't, you know, every every relationship that you end, no matter how you got it, doesn't have to be drama filled, right? You can just amicably say, maybe these just are not the right people for me. And that's okay. One last thing. When I was talking about my degree and realizing how the timing of everything is working out, um, one another aha moment that I had recently was that sometimes the thing that you want, the thing that you're manifesting, the thing that you're the goal that you're striving for to receive, sometimes it just doesn't exist yet. And, and you're way ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't feel like that at the time. It doesn't feel like that at the time at all. <laughs> but for my degree, I have always wanted to be an entrepreneur, like literally my entire life. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so when I was going to school, I wanted to take classes that would help me with that. I took all business classes. But the majority of the business classes that were available were about working in a corporate environment. Well, flash forward 10 years, and guess what? There's an entrepreneurship concentration now at my school. So I think it's just timing is everything, right? Um, I am emotionally and mentally ready to be in school and see it through. And the school now has available what I want. So um, the timing is everything. And sometimes, sometimes what you need, what you want just isn't available yet. So just hold on to your britches. It's really hard when you're on the journey. Always, you know, um, retrospect or hindsight. That's the word. Hindsight is 2020, of course, always. So um, no matter what, it would have been hard to know that this that this was coming for me. Um, but I think the lesson there is that to always trust that the universe is going to work it out for you. When the timing is right, the universe will work it out. Uh, sometimes I wish the universe would just hurry the hell up though. <laughs> I don't know if you feel like that, but I definitely do. So, um, I hope that this has been fun for you to catch up with me and I am really excited to get back into it. Um, I've, I've really, you know, I've been thinking about this for almost a year now. Oh my gosh. Getting back into it. Um, I have so much to say, obviously, so much to say, and I'm so excited to do that. And this was just the jumping off point I needed. I needed to just get my little booty in the chair and and start recording. So that's what, that's what you have here. Um, so I can't wait to come back and chat some more. I will see you soon. Thank you for tuning in.